Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. It's time for Seminole Headlines, featuring Warchant.com's Jeff Cameron, Managing Editor Ira Chauffel, and Senior Writer Corey Clark. Your weekly dose of all things FSU, Pistols and Pies, starts right now. Here's Jeff Cameron. Begins right now, and I'm Jeff. There is Ira. There is Corey. They're doing well. Say hello, boys. What up? Got Corey in person. I want to hug him. I'm in studio. Ira's in the shadows. He's playing in the shadows right now. <laughs> Looks good. <laughs> little, little I like dark. it. I like it. We can. We'll, we'll adjust. We'll adjust during halftime here. Some mood lighting. Um, but I like it. And uh, let's begin with Register Sausage and our friends already on the chat talking about Register Sausage. Stephen, right here, right now. He's like, hey, man, I had some Register Sausage this morning. Yay, Sausage! That's the beauty of our relationship with Registers is I've got buddy, a buddy of mine texted me a photo of his jambalaya he had made at home. I think it might have been the box jambalaya. He called nice. it the Ira. Mm, the which Ira. Is, which yeah. really, it's the Kim. Kim. Kim is the first one that brought this to my attention. But yeah, man, he made the instant jambalaya, threw in some Register Sausage, and it's golden. It's uh, You can't go wrong, and if you uh, want Register Sausage in your life, you can either go to your local grocery store if you're in this region of the country. If you're not in this region of the country, move here. No, no, no. Oh, no. <laughs> oh you know, you're <laughs> done with people moving? Yeah, That's fair. Good. We're, good. We're, fair. We're good. But you can go online. Registermeats.com is the website. You can order it. They'll deliver it to you. And I'm telling you, if you've never had it, Register Meats uh, deliver your sausage to you. Try it out. It comes fresh. It comes in a, in a cooler with ice. It's, it's like you just – it's like – Go into the store. It's perfect. It's uh, I was gonna say it's like uh, getting it from the farm, farm. Yeah, fresh. the sa- farm sausage. But I don't know if, if yeah, you go I don't to think the you farm. want to get it from the farm. I don't yeah. think you, fresh off the farm. Yeah, I think you want to wait. Yeah, let yeah. Uh, let the let the pros do their business. Do what they got to do yeah. to it before they ship it off. When <laughs> Kim and I first started dating, we went to her papa's house. Out mm. in the country. Oh, I boy. knew by Papa that he Wait, was in the country. Yeah, <laughs> it, yeah, yeah, his, it was his, not his, Manhattan. His no. condo yeah, in, yeah. in Brooklyn. It was, it was <laughs> we not. went to her Papa's house. We could just stop. <laughs> we all knew it was not in Chicago. Yeah. They were making they were making some chitlins. Was it good? Uh, well, I would I never it was know. I was not eating but, that. But, but oh, seeing that process was enough to tell. Oh, the process. Yeah. Somehow we stayed together. Somehow mm. we went there on more dates. Yeah. But that was that was a for a kid from Miami. That was a new experience. So how's everybody doing? We're all in a good mood, man. I mean, since we last spoke, there was another addition. I mean, always, always, always additions for Florida State mm. that are really positive. They got a new secondary coach, which you guys know I'm excited about. I actually love who they hired. I think it's a great Have they hire. announced him officially yet? No. Have they announced certain? That probably no. is coming today. It might be coming in the next 20, 30 minutes. It what could are, be. What the hell are they waiting on? Well, there's two parts. Obviously, he was finishing up with the Dolphins, but because of that, I think they hadn't done some of the – 
the background paperwork stuff that has to be done before they announce a hire. Got it. Because he was busy. So I think it, it could be today. It could be tomorrow. But, but we know but he's hired. We he's know, coming yeah, to yeah. Florida State. Doesn't that seem like a hire that checks every single box? I yeah. mean, we don't know. We don't know how he's going to end up being, but right. it checks every single box. You know, it's funny, Corey, that you bring that up because I, I do that thing. I'll do the exercise where I'll say, like, okay, let's weigh in some sand. Yeah. Weigh yeah. in the sand. Weigh on in the, the sand. Yeah. 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 On the scales. Yes. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So I was, and I, I kept thinking to myself, well, man, every box is checked. This is perfect. I like it for recruiting. I like it for uh, instruction. I like it reputationally. I yeah. like you know, I like every aspect of the hire. I think it's great. I'm probably a little biased, too, because, man, I loved him at Southern Miss. I, I We're old enough. We watched him. We all watched him play. He was a beast. I'll admit I didn't watch him play at Southern Miss. I didn't oh. either. I don't remember him at Southern oh, Miss. Oh, my God. He was a stu- superstar. I, I Well, I was in tune with secondary players. Loved watching guys in the secondary that flew Even around. Even Southern people. Miss guys in the late oh, but, 90s. Well, well he was an All-American. He was more, like, <laughs> what, That was when they were pretty good, right? They were really good, yeah. and he was really good. He mm, was talked about right. incessantly. Not unlike his son. Um, he, he's, he was immensely talented, and he was great in the league. You remember him in the league. Yeah, yeah I do. For sure. Okay, so, yeah, he was a, a great player. and uh, so Could I could have hired him maybe four years ago. Then you get his son probably, right? Yeah. <laughs> Man, I don't what, know, man. As bad as we were. Yeah, I was going to say, maybe he's not. Maybe yeah. even he's telling his kid, like, I don't know, man. Go to Alabama. You'll be all right. <laughs> Wait till they get it figured out, son. <laughs> yeah, they were in it. I mean, he did consider – his son did consider Florida State, and then he wisely did not consider Florida State. Um, unfortunately, I don't think he's got another one coming up in the class of 2024, 2025. So, yeah. so that stinks. But, yeah, man, it's a, it's a, it seems like it would be a great walk into American Heritage and be like, kids, let's go. I got you. So I did look yeah. around, like I did some research because I I didn't even realize he had coached in American Heritage and, and won a su- state title. successfully won three of them. Yeah. And um, then I started looking around because it's tw- it's twenty twenty three. The portal isn't going away. And I'm like, I wonder how many American Heritage guys in the last few years were really good players that went to other places. And there's a lot of them. There's nice. a lot of uh, tentacles, American Heritage tentacle- tentacles all across this country of good players, highly ranked players, highly ranked defensive backs. Right. So just saying, maybe uh. Maybe something happens uh, after spring practice. Maybe something happens next year. But there's a lot of American Heritage guys out there. So the point is, the three of us, along with what I think is an overwhelming majority of Florida State fans, are really excited about uh, about him and, and about that hire. And then I think in addition, you know, we, we had another addition. We continue to raid South Carolina. They're about tired of us. Mm, yeah. They declare war on Florida State. I mean, after a while, they're going to be like, uh, again? Another day, another day. Any more of our guys? Yeah. What, what do we even have? What, do, what does Florida State even have against South Carolina? It's not like it's a long storied rivalry. I mean, they lost to South Carolina in like 85, 84, 85. They lost up there maybe. It was a long 40 years ago. They're going back. And like ago, they're, yeah. still to, they're still trying to get exact after for that. revenge. Yeah. And they've, they've subsequently exacted revenge numerous times on the field. Yes, well, correct. Yeah. I also think so much of the transfer portal is about relationships, not just the, the coaches' relationships with players. But players and players, they're recruiting each other. This yeah. is like what we saw, you know, we've seen kind of in, in pro sports to some degree. But I think it also happens at the college level. I've thought about it when I was writing about Jason Turnatine. Just wrote a story about him that people can read at WarChant.com. But, but his two of the guys they just brought in are former teammates of his and mm-hmm. Jamie Robinson's at South Carolina. You know, so you got to think that what Jason Turnatine and and Jamie Robinson and Keir Thomas said about Florida State resonated with Jaheim Bell and um, uh. uh my man, Edmund. Yeah. Edmund, there you yeah. go. The go uh, defensive Edmund. end yeah. from uh, – The one that we just added. Yes. Yes, yes. Who, by the way, I know was a three-star coming out, 
but is well thought of physically and believed to be uh, a nice addition, like, uh, you, like, an impactful addition. Yeah, he's not Jared Burst. He's not Jermaine Johnson. Nobody's expecting him to be, but he he's better. And we love you, Leonard. He's better than Leonard Warner. Like you made a you made an upgrade there just in depth purposes with a guy that is you know he had nine tackles for loss in the SEC, uh, a couple sacks. I looked at his bio like when the FSU <clears> put out his official release. Um, I think he ran the 110 hurdles in high school. Yeah, he's an athlete, man. Oh, all right. He's defensive end. Yeah, I think yeah. he was nowhere near two. Hurdles are hard, coming out too, high man. They tried to get me to run hurdles. I did it one time in practice. I was like, no, man. No, I'm not doing hurdles. It's a different life. No, I was and, and by the way, I hated running the 400, but I chose that over hurdles. Hurdles are ruthless. I think, like, hurdles are dangerous, too. Like, you could take a wrong turn, and you yeah, guys, you're getting yeah. smoked in the face by a big piece of wood. I still go back every now and again when it's Olympic time and watch, like, Edwin Moses just whooping ass. Or uh, what's it's his insane. name? Uh, Trey Cunningham. Trey Cunningham. Yeah. Trey Cunningham. I'd rather watch incredible. Edwin Moses, Bye. but I'm just saying. Yeah, it's a— uh, Trey Cunningham's a badass. I'll, nobody's yeah. denying yeah. badass yeah. at this, but if we're talking about all-time hurdlers, <laughs> he's not in the company of Edwin Moses. Not yet. No. Give him time. Come uh, on, I Trey. Hope, I hope. It's great. Yeah. I'd love to have a Noel win a bunch of golds like that. That'd be great. I'm just saying. Or Moses McCray. Go tell it to Moses McCray, baby. Any of the Moseses. No, so I again, the point of me introducing that is not only let's catch up, but it, every edition of Seminole Headlines involves more additions to Florida State's roster and or coaching staff. That is a plus. I can't really recall too many times in which an offseason began. and Well, I mean, in essence, what is an offseason now beginning? It goes on for seemingly ever these days, but – where everything that happens, you're like, okay, another yeah. good, another good day at the office, everybody. Another great day for Florida State. And how much of it relates to each other? Like how much of it becomes inertia? You know, if Florida State doesn't have that season, they correct. Probably, Patrick Sertan's probably not all that interested. Yeah. Oh, without question, yes, he's not taking your phone call. And and better yet, the larger conversation is that Florida State, it is rumored, could have hired a number of candidates, all of whom in many ways were interesting, were people that you would want to hire that are viable candidates. And we've talked a lot about this, but it bears repeating. 10-3 and not only made you feel good because winning 10 games is always nice and seems to be the standard that you have to hit each year for it to be a successful season, but it opened the doors. Mike Norvell is now negotiating from a place of strength when it comes to if he wants to make staff changes, when they're recruiting kids in the transfer portal. Any of these decisions. Turning kids away in the portal. Right. that aren't it, good enough yeah. or they don't they don't maybe fit what you need. It's a cool place to be, and it's really uh, your just dessert, right? Because now Norvell took this program, and it was in shambles and had to endure an awful lot and made some mistakes along the way, but stayed the course. They have this season, and now the doors open up. Now, I can get a, an elite coach that a lot of people would like to hire. I can get a kid, and, and this other kid may have been somebody we had to take a year ago. Now I can turn him away. And, and look at these other three that are basically saying they want to come. And this is a, a new place to be in for Florida State. Well, that, that part of the portal, that, that part of the portal, I was combined transfer portal, the tortle. Tortle, uh, I like it. But mm. that part of the, the portal that I do think is something we need to keep emphasizing is the numbers are similar. You know, last year they brought in, I don't know if it was 12, 13, it was double digits transfers, same as the year before. This year it's going to be around that same ballpark, maybe a little less, but definitely double di- double digits. But the caliber is night and day. You know, the guys they brought him, you know, Jared Verse, obviously a great player. We now know what Trey Benson and Johnny Wilson and some of those guys had become. But they were kind but of like a they risk. Were not, they were wild card. People yeah. were not beating down yeah. their doors. And so Florida State really did such a good job by getting in early, making good evaluations, having those guys turn out and be successful. Going back to Dylan Gibbons and 
I mean, really, Keir Thomas was not a well, he was a great huge player. Name, it it ended up a, being a great but player. Yeah. Ended up being a great player. They've hit on so many of those that now they're winning these battles against schools they probably shouldn't beat. You know, if you if, if it was coming from a high school player, there's a lot of people that Florida State beat out in this transfer class for elite players. They they probably not, they're not getting a Fentrell Cypress right. if he was as highly regarded coming out of high school. They're not going to beat Georgia or Alabama yeah. or any of those schools for that. But where they what they've done in the portal and that proof of concept. This group they're bringing in is a different caliber than the last couple of years. I mean, they got four of the top twelve. Yeah. That's that's incredible. That's in hey. guys that you know can play. I mean, I guess still there's a kid from UTEP, a kid from Western Michigan. You don't know until you see it in person. But I mean, Jared Verse was from Albany. They and I think I made this point on Wake Up Fortune. I think when you're ranking these guys in the portal, it's and they've gotten very good at doing the high school kids too for the most part. The the recruiting experts, quote unquote. But it's even more so with the portal guys. They know. Okay, this guy can play. That you're not going to have a bust. Ventral Cypress yeah. probably isn't going to be a bust. He's the number two player in the whole he, country. He's and been he's covering played, ACC guys yes, for, for two, two or three years. years. So that that you know what you're getting with these guys because they're 21. They're men. They're 21 year old men. They're already developed. So getting four of the top 12 at positions of need, combined with what you have coming back, yeah, man, you can't say. And you got you you got your DB coach that you've wanted forever. I mean, th- this has been the best. Off se- best six week off season or what is what are we not three weeks in the off season that Florida State has had in a long long time. On top of bringing back almost yeah. all your team, I mean yeah. they didn't have the attrition all these other schools have had. Yeah, roster retention was a point of emphasis clearly uh, from the collective, and 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 so you you look at that and you realize okay they put an emphasis on bringing these guys back. You've got a really good locker room, so you want to bring those guys back. Plus they showed they could play, so they they grew into their roles, and now they can help shepherd the new guys that come in. And then I think from there they will take uh, – it's interesting. The portal is a work in progress for everybody, for those of us that cover it, for the coaches that have to utilize it, the players whose services they're offering, right? We're learning. I think that it's 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 malleable. We're going to be doing this year to year. Like, are there positions of strength? It's like the draft. Yeah. You know, every year in the draft you'll have experts say, well, God, if you need a tackle, this is a good year because you got nine of them in the first two rounds that are going to go. That all grayed out as plus players. You know, one of these guys could be your tackle of the future. Other years, gosh, this is a bad year to need a quarterback. There's none right. of these guys who are rated as highly as some of these other past drafts. I think what we're discovering and starting to see is it's going to be interesting. It, I think your elite, elite offensive tackles rarely come available in the portal. You can get good players at that position in the portal, but, like, maybe not X five-star players are running to the portal. Uh, at that position. Now, that might change. might change. But in the interim, we're seeing lots of defensive backs. You're seeing plenty of receivers. You see plenty of other positions. Quarterbacks this year was nuts. So it's interesting. I just think it changes year over year. We're all learning as it goes along. Some years you're going to say, oh, it's, God, I don't know. They, they need a linebacker. Well, there's like three that can play that are in the portal. And if you're not getting one of those three, you're taking a huge step back. Other years, there's seven elite-level linebackers available to us. So it's going to be a work in progress, and it's fascinating to follow. And I think Norvell did a really smart thing, and I'm not saying just him. I think probably Bruce Warwick is his general manager and their entire staff when they made the decision to expand the scouting department, to create a scouting department. And it's very much like you have in the NFL. Yeah. I remember talking to George Henshaw about this. Uh, when they when he was in the NFL, you had a – you had an internal scouting report or department and an external scouting department. The internal is scouting uh, the other, the teams you're playing, but the external is scouting other teams 
in the league who may have players coming open in free agency and who might you be Would interested in. Yeah. And so who might not get signed or whatever. And and so they've done that. They've 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 evaluated guys across the country at the positions that they need that might be going into the portal so that they can jump on it early and then they don't have to start the evaluation process. And I kind of assume maybe everybody's been doing that, but I don't think everybody's been doing that because I don't think everybody's been doing it as well as Florida State's been doing it. It's it's odd. It's like I change my opinion on the portal weekly. Like I feel like I've I've come like I you know uh, you're a have, big portal guy. What do you mean? No, I mean, but like six weeks ago, I was like, man, I don't know. This is cool. This is a good stopgap. It's a good band aid. But you're in. You can't become a championship contender relying on the portal. And now I'm like to the point where their whole starting twenty two, eighteen of them might be in the portal, and they're at least a playoff contender. We can't argue that because they can compete for the ACC championship, and they've done it really heavily in the portal and can you go forward doing because right now my opinion is I don't think this is cool in the short term but in the long term can this work and I still kind of hesitate with that and then I'm like well this if you keep doing it this well maybe I mean well as we said it's a work in progress I do think it will get more expensive to do this over time I also think it's good money spent yeah (laughs) if you can convince somebody to spend it but I think the rules will change too I think you're seeing some some of the perils in, in the way that modern college football is operating, and there will become some streamlined things that are going to happen across the sport. I don't know when, because I don't know who's going to make those rules. Uh, as of right now, the NCAA doesn't have any interest in, in governing no. the sport at all. Uh, Power Five conferences have an interest, though, and I think they're going to probably have to step in at some point. But the point is, while it's available, it's awesome to have a staff that has maximized the ability yeah. to recruit it. And they did need to do it because they were further behind the yeah. championship-level teams and they that could, you're referencing. they couldn't come close to catching up to Clemson doing it the tradi- traditional way. You no. couldn't wait two or three years for these guys to maybe develop into something. Yeah, and he needed to have a winning season. That's the problem. He got screwed when he got here. He inherited a nightmare, and then you have the pandemic. So a lot of factors weighed into it. He couldn't recruit at a high level at a high school because nobody would answer the call. Why would they, right? So he knew, if I don't have a winning season soon, we talked about it going into this past year. He was, in my mind, he was a dead man walking if they go 6-6. Six and six. Not that they would have fired him at the end of the year, but that he would have never been able to get solid footing. He had to have this season, yeah. and he had it, in large part because of the portal. Yeah, and I think the – it's but it's also – when we talk so much about the portal, which we should, it's a huge part of what they've done, it does – it provides a, an image that they're not also developing high school players. They are. I mean, if you look at position by position on defense, I think if you look at the de- – I don't have the number in front of me. I think it was seven of the starters last year on defense were guys that started their careers at Florida State. It's not like the, it, this is all team portal. I mean, you look in the secondary, uh, both start well, one of the starting corners and one of the, in Shaheen Brown at safety, Akeem Dent at safety, uh, uh, Renardo Green at corner were all home, you know homegrown guys. Mm-hmm. Kalen Deloach, but they were they were Norvell guys. So that's I think that's where we. Some people might still hold. I mean, they yeah. they got developed here, sure. Right. But Renardo Green was a Willie guy. Akeem Dent was a Willie guy. Like they they well, Deloach, Robert Dent Cooper, was probably a Jimbo guy. Robert Cooper might have been a <laughs> Bob Bowden Jimbo guy. guy. <laughs> I don't remember who recruited Robert Cooper. <laughs> but I mean, I don't. You my, know what I mean? My point is, it's not like this has all been correct. A team it of wasn't a portal of yes. Uh, and and I also don't think it's uh you know mercenary. And I know what you're saying that that's people say. I I do think. This is kind of the new age. It's not like, oh, he's just going to come. He's a free agent. He doesn't care. I think they do get indoctrinated in the culture and do become Florida State Seminoles. And I think, again, Jermaine Johnson did it overnight. Yeah. Well, and again, to pimp my Jason Turnentine article, if people want to go read it, 
because we talk about it all the time, the culture, and, and, and Norvell talks about it, obviously, all the time. And we get to a point where you kind of get numb to it, and you're like, okay, we get it. We get it. There's a good culture here. But think about that guy's situation. Jasmine Turnantine came to Florida State last summer. He came in July or August. He had been in the program four or five months. And when you read his quotes, he's like, and he's been everywhere. He went to junior college. He was in South Carolina. Then he came to Florida State, and he said he's never had anything like this. He, he didn't expect the way the team embraced him when he got here. And that's a big deal, man, especially when you've got guys here for a short window. Well, it's yeah. why they're winning in the portal, though, Ira. Right. That's why. I mean, that reputation precedes them. They walk yeah. through that door to have that conversation, and these players know they can talk to a, a number of examples, like you're alluding to, of guys that are in their shoes, guys that are kind of thinking about leaving the school they're at. They just don't know what else is out there, what is it like elsewhere. And then they're talking to Keir Thomas. They're talking to Jamie Robinson. They're talking to Jermaine Johnson. They're talking to, they're all talking of these to guys. men, too. I mean, they're and talking what, to men, right? right. They're yeah, talking yeah. to guys that have experienced the things they've yeah. experienced. They can. It, you're not some fresh-faced 17-year-old that's, like, all wide-eyed. You're talking to guys that have been through college football yeah. and know the realities of it. And Jared Verse said the reason he came was because of the conversations he had with Jermaine Johnson, right, a right. big part of the reason. The other thing that, you know, Maurice Smith kind of let this slip the other, when we were talking to him, uh, I guess it was right before the bowl. It was the last one of the last bowl practices here. Uh, I asked him about, you know, what, what he says to, to transfer offensive linemen when they're coming in. And he said, well, with transfer guys, you, you really have to be 100 with them. And he, like, caught himself. He's like, well, we tell the truth to the high school kids, too. But, you know, they yeah. know that the high school <laughs> kids want to hear – the kid, high school kids want to be sold. Sure. Those guys, the older guys, when they've only got one year, they don't want you BSing them. They want to know the truth and the good and the they bad. They don't have time. They don't have and, time. And so uh, my point is, I think we get tired of talking about it. People might get tired of hearing about it sometimes. It might feel like, yeah, we get it. There's a good culture. But it's a huge part of what they're doing. And I don't think we should stop talking about it because it is essential to the success they've had. And to some degree, it will change. It, th we, yeah. you know, I, it, the more success you have, the harder it is to maintain that. I think it's easier to get buy-in and everybody pulling in the same direction when you're climbing, as as opposed to sustaining. Now, that's the next great challenge. Doesn't mean you can't do it. Not easy. Always easy to do it because yeah, a lot it, of times people can't do it. Right. We saw that happen the coaching staff before here, um, but it's a different challenge. It is a, diff a very different challenge. Similar headlines. Ninety-three-three Real Talk Radio War Chant TV continues in a moment. Hey, headliners and elite headliners. It's Ira here, and it's time to talk Shopify. As you remember, a couple of years ago, we wanted to create and sell Headlines merch for the best podcast listeners in the world. That's you. But we had no idea where to get started. Now we're selling Yay Sausage shirts, and it's so easy. All because we use Shopify. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. Whether you're a startup working out of your man cave or IPO ready, Shopify is the only tool you need to grow your business without all the struggle. Shopify puts you in control of every sales channel. You could be selling Don Julio socks from Shopify's in-person point of sale system or offering headliner shirts from Shopify's all-in-one e-commerce platform. Whatever you need, you're covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout up to 36% better compared to other leading commerce platforms. And you can sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. What I love most about Shopify is how, no matter how big you want to grow, Shopify gives you everything you need to take control and take your business to the next level. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up today for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash warchant, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash warchant, all lowercase, 
and they'll help you grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Go to shopify.com slash warchant. Seminal Headlines returns now. Head to YouTube and search for Warchant TV today to catch the show live or on demand. Now, here's Jeff Cameron, Ira Chofel, and Corey Clark. We were talking about how it, it's ever-changing. I also think that Norvell has shown uh, the ability to adapt and his staff has adapted nicely. I don't, you know, they may not have the same philosophy moving forward two and three years from now. So we don't know, yeah. is this going to be portal U or whatever, mm. you know? I mean, they may make changes about how they're able to recruit and who they recruit. It may be uh, shifting all the time. I just don't want people to get the wrong idea that that right. is the way they view the world of recruiting, that you just have to go this route. I don't think that's the way they view it. They view this as something they had to do. They've been very successful at it, thankfully. And now we'll see where they go from here. Well, I would say this. I'm not out there covering recruiting like our guy Michael Langston, mm. uh, but I do read the stories. I did. I do post the stories. But do you and go to bed at night thinking it's a good thing I don't have to be out there like our guy Michael Langston yes, does for recruiting? Yes, Me too. Yes, Me for too. sure. Yeah. Uh, we, we appreciate you, Michael. <laughs> yeah. um, but what he, so but, it's just a different lifestyle, that's yeah. all. But what I would say about it is – it is a noticeable difference, the kind of guys that are talking about Florida State this year compared to last year. Mm -hmm. And if you go back to, like, Willie's first year, because this has kind of been the cycle. Now, you know, they started when, when Willie got here, he aimed for the fences. He thought, I'm Willie Taggart. I'm at Florida State. We're going to get the best of the best. Dividos coming. Remember oh, the man. guys that they had yeah. on campus? It was the, your linebacker from Georgia was here. Um the Southern not, linebacker, not Nolan Smith, the other guy. Yeah. The guy, yeah, yeah, it, it escaped on, me. He's Corey. awesome. He was the best player on the yeah, team. The last Kobe year. Dean. There you go. Yeah, those are the kinds of guys Willie was the shooting Kobe, I for. Love you. And they struck out on all of them except uh, maybe uh, Jane Lars Woodby. He might have been the the, the the big pickup right there in the <laughs> first class. But my point is, he was going for the, and they were getting those kids to talk to them because Florida State had been good before he got here. They were winning ten games. They, 2017 yeah, the one bad year seemed Jimbo like a blip. Yeah. yeah, and then so Willie's selling. We're going to get right back there. And then when they stunk, they struck out on all those kids. Yeah. Then you go in the tank now for a couple years. Oh yes. And you can't get those guys to come to campus. You can't get those guys to. Junior day is not a good day. It's not the <laughs> what, what, it, what it could possibly be. Yeah. And so now, even last year, where you you know, I think people around here started to feel like, okay, Mike might have something going here. There's some good things happening through the portal, whatever. It was going to be very difficult to get the high school kids. Now, when you look at the guys that they're in the mix with, you know, Michael puts up his hot boards for different positions, and we don't know that they're going to get all these guys. But they're now in the mix for a lot of elite players at a lot of different positions, and that is a different experience from what they've been recruiting the last it, few it's years. It's the theme, right? They're picking up the phone, like yeah, it, it, yeah. for lack of a better term. You know, it's like you can call a coach, you can call a player now, that is of a different caliber, mm. and when they see the caller ID, they're not like, "Yeah, no, just let that let that go to voicemail." Yes, <laughs> <Who's>, who? <laughs> who? Who does? No, no, no. We're not we're not picking that phone <laughs> call up, right? Uh, now, now they'll pick up the phone. Now they're like, "Oh, oh, hey, that could be Mike Norvell. That could be yeah." So it's it changes the game. Winning solves a lot of problems, man. And they had a nice year, and now the expectations, rightfully, are going to be very, very high. I think it's hilarious since we last talked that, I mean, basically, you could probably sample twenty different way too early preseason polls and Florida State's in the top 10 of 75% of them. Yeah, top five and right. half of them. Yeah, which, okay, that's a bit much. That seems aggressive, top five. But okay. Calm it down. Yeah, calm it down a little bit. Let's we'll, calm it down. Well, preseason top five seems a bit much. <laughs> uh, but top 10, okay, I can I can see that. Certainly top 15. Yeah, I mean, they finished 10th 
yeah. in the coaches yeah. poll. So yeah, and they're bringing all the big people back except uh, Jamie Robinson. You boy Kirby didn't care for uh, Florida State. Throw him down at 18, 18. Huh? Yeah. My man, you were a GA here. Yeah, what man, is the you problem? Got your, you got what is your bones you, here, you, man. You loved you some Bobby Bowden in Florida State. What happened? Maybe you didn't see Florida State games. Maybe you didn't vote at all. I Maybe did like that he had Alabama too. like sixth or seventh, right? Like yeah. he put Alabama. I would do that too. Saban had That Alabama makes more second. sense. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I was like 18th. I don't period. think he's even paying attention. He probably doesn't even know what their record was. He's coaching the team to the national championship. He didn't have time to be worried about rankings. The SIDs generally do it. Although I did appreciate that one time when Jimbo tried to, like, Passionately tell us how I watch all the games. (laughs) I I stay up till 5 a.m. on Sunday morning watching the Oregon Arizona State game. He put poor Kerwin on the spot. Kerwin's in the room. Kerwin, where did I put? I put him at ninth. Didn't I put him at ninth? And Kerwin's like, (laughs) (laughs) that was like the time when he tried to. I think it was at one of the bowl uh, press conferences when he tried to. Get Sean Powell to vouch for the fact that they throw. They tell Burt Reed to drop the pass on the sideline, which line. is still my favorite they, lie of all we, time. We, <laughs> tell him, Sean. <laughs> yeah. How much do we work? We on practice that? that at least twice a week. At the <laughs> yeah. end, at the end, you never know when you're going to need to drop one. Yeah. yeah. Well, Burt, it's always Burt. Yeah. We always want Burt to be the one. Well, he know he's designated. <laughs> he's a designated <laughs> pass dropper. <laughs> he does it better than anyone. It's just crazy. Is that why you fell your knees? Yeah, yeah. Is that he thought because he, he thought he, he caught it? He thought he caught it. Yeah. He, he's like, that, what did we practice we, we that for? We worked on this, yeah. bird. You know, you're supposed to drop that bird. <laughs> it's an elaborate ruse. Yeah, that's why we <laughs> call a play and waste time so you can drop a pass. And As we move the no remaining closer. seconds are ticking down, we'll fool them all. We're gonna call a play where you're not even supposed to catch. They think we're trying to advance the ball. To get closer to the for, field for goal. For the field goal, yeah. Tim, no, no, no. We, no, no, we're no. In good, we're in a good spot here. He'll make it. There's a play off of it. There's two plays right off of that. Next play you didn't now. get to see that. Next yeah. play, you're going to catch it. Yeah. You're going to catch it. Jimbo sees Johnny these days, and he's like, where was he? Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. That's my guy. <laughs> Man, he's perfect for that I would scenario. designate it because it's an easy catch, so I know he's going <laughs> to drop it. And then we <laughs> don't now. Don't throw it where it's almost going to go to the van. He's going he's to like he's, <laughs> he's gonna snag it. Don't let him moss somebody. <laughs> right here, right in the bread basket. If he's double covered and it's impossible, it's a catch. Uh, uh, if it's right here with nobody, he's going <laughs> to drop it. <laughs> just, just like we drew it. <laughs> All time great moment. There are several of those, uh, including the press conference post NC State, in which he blamed every player on the field. Yeah, execution. Just got to execute better, which he said a lot this year too. Um, hey, but but the last time since the last time we talked, I think uh, Tate Rodemaker uh, they got his whatever his his battles NIL in thing deal. nil fifty deal. bucks. That's a sneak, but that's a sneaky. Why? That's Why? The, yeah, you don't you have to be that, like that. You did that just for the reaction. <laughs> also, the reaction. he kneecapped my point, which was I was making, which it's a kind of a sneaky big deal. Because cash. fifty bucks cash. If jo- if if Jordan Travis goes not down, a gift, not a gift card. You don't you don't like what you have behind him if Rodemaker's not here. You don't. Gift cards are some BS, by the way. What oh, do you mean? We we gotta, gotta, I, what I if they're we just about football I, I got a wonderful gift from somebody that, in the business that was thanking me for my time doing things for in them. In the business. What does that mean? mean? What is going what, on here? In the, so, in the media industry that I've helped out from time to time, oh, they sent oh. me a nice gift card, really nice gift card. And now you're about to complain about it. We lost it. Oh yeah. Now what do you do? We would, lost it. Well, my family. I'm blaming them. Oh, okay. All right. How but did you lose? If it was a hundred, well, if it was a hundred dollar bill, they wouldn't have lost it. But it was a gift card, and it somehow it got lost. I take control of gift cards in my household. I give them to me. Give them to me. You're gonna you lose just it. confiscate them. I confiscate you them. As give soon them as the out kids, and take them right back. As soon as the kids open them, I'm like, now give that to me. Yeah. Because they have <laughs> lost can, them before. Of course they have. They're kids. Yes. They don't know. My yes, my youngest lost like a, a two hundred dollar gift card that he got from his grandpa, and I was like. 
You can't be losing $200 gift cards, my man. That is a sweet gift. But it made me think when I'm, you know, you're in the store and you see the gift cards, like uh, one of the uh, box wholesale places mm. in town, I'm not going to yeah, name sure. them, but they've got like different restaurants where it's like $100 in gift cards for 80 bucks, which is like, oh, that's a great deal. Except they know my family's going to lose half of them. Yeah, well, they're and out, then no they, money. They, they just get free money. There is a way to track. I think that, I mean, you may not want to go through this elaborate process, but I think you can find out. Mm. You'd have to call the person that gave it to you. They'd have to go through and well, look at their card that they've that. submitted. And I guess that. we can ask Tate, since apparently that's what he got paid at his gift cards. Cash. <laughs> 50 bucks cash. Oh, it's cash. Cash okay. money. Yeah. Back, yeah, back yeah, yeah. to your point. No, no, it, no, it got kneecapped. I don't want to talk about hey, it anymore. I do want to talk about it because here's the point you were making, and I think it's erroneous. Erroneous? I don't, I don't think A.J. Duffy's a bum. I didn't say those words. You you intimated. What I'm telling you here, <laughs> yeah, we have, we do have this debate quite. I didn't say those. Practice. I didn't say those words. Okay, here's what I'm telling you. You thought Tate would never amount to anything. You've said it. You're right. Numerous and he times. did take a leap. Said yeah, he, he did. Said we can call him a bust. Yeah, you're right. Right. Well, I don't. He wasn't a high you enough recruit to be you, a bust. You, that was your you, word. You, you thought I'll dig it up. Let's you just can't say be it. a three star bust. You said we can say right now that he is a bust. We're not going to argue that. the nuanced language of bust, not a bust. You <laughs> I'm not he was a disagreeing bust. that I said yeah. he couldn't play. Yeah, right. I didn't believe in him. But bust would have been a strong word for a three star. So he took a big step forward. Yes, he did. All right. Here's the point. AJ was a freshman. Yeah, I know. We got to stop doing this, man. I know. He was a true freshman. I know. Uh, you're right. Kids don't walk through the door. There are very few people like Jameis Winston that walk in, understand the offense, see the matrix, and can make all the throws. Like, had, had Jameis played that year, he would not have been bad. He may not have turned out to be as great as Jameis turned out to be. But I think he probably would have been pretty good because he's a freak. There aren't many people like him. There aren't many yeah. people that see it that way. It's always too well, then fast let's for flip a lot it of then. kids. When, when does Brock Glenn get in? Is he an early enrollee? No, I don't think so. But so in the in August, you're going to have four quarterbacks. Well, we got to have competition, baby. That's going to be good. The, which is great, but you're also cutting reps from well, Duffy. If we think Duffy could be the future, he's getting 25 percent less reps because you have four scholarship quarterbacks. Yeah, but he's got a head start on the kid coming in. He's got to be ahead of him. He's got to feel no. Good I know. About I that. just I mean, that you're going to have four scholarship quarterbacks. Like to me, that's almost too many. Uh, nah, nah. No, man. I mean, I, for whatever reason, Florida State's now been in this position where they've had so few. I think four is is a good number. I mean, first of all, during the season, guys get dead arms at times. I mean, you don't yeah. you don't want guys throwing so many. There were pa- there were times this past year, I think, where you could tell Jordan wasn't throwing many passes in practice because I think yeah. you know it's just I, a lot I of just, wear and tear. I remember the McKenzie Milton year in, in in the next spring when Tate started to look like a real college quarterback, being like, I wonder if the fact that he kept getting him and he was splitting third team no, reps I think instead it was, of it was Chubba leaving mentally. I think Chubba yeah, leaving maybe. You might be, yeah, because right. they came in together. Yeah. And I think Ch- yeah. I think he saw Chubba as the prospect, and he was kind of like the next guy. And I think as long as Chubba was here, I don't think Tate was going to take that step, and I think that was the difference. Yeah, but I think, I mean, it's nice to have that in case. An insurance policy. It's an it's insurance policy. And again, he's not Jordan Travis. He wouldn't, he's not going to contend for a Heisman. But if, if Travis has to leave for a half or a game, um, and maybe Duffy does take that next step in the spring, you, you like that you're not, it, it, the season's not over. Well, we learned that also last year. This is all part of that uh, huge step forward for Florida State because I don't know that Tate believed that he would play as well as he did in the second half of the Louisville game. I mean, he had no evidence to that end. He had played with a lack of confidence. It was 
overwhelmingly started, obvious. Startingly well, lack of we, confidence. We, yeah. we thought that was coming in preseason camp, but then he did not look good against Duquesne. Oh, no. And then the first two series against Louisville. The Louisville, he, he throws the pick, right, he right, goes to, right him. to him, and you're like, well, what, sir. What is this he even is looking at? And then if you go all the way back to the one spree game where he couldn't about, pull the trigger. Yeah, but I'm not holding on. Well, I'm, I'm, not, I'm just yeah. saying, if you there was a series right, of things right. where you went, oh, my God, I, it's just maybe that when the lights are on, yeah. It's too much. Right. That's the evidence I'm talking about. I'm not holding the spring performance right. against him. But every time there was a chance to perform, he failed. And so we began to think, well, there's overwhelming evidence at this point that maybe it's just too much. Because it was never about the physical tools with him. But Everybody could see. But we have seen it in practice. Tons. Like, that's a crazy throw. That's there were days incredible he throw. threw the ball a lot better than Jordan yeah. Travis, period. But he would go out there and look like he was a sophomore <laughs> in high school. And it was disconcerting to say yes. the least. So the fact that he had that game, one has to believe that he enters camp with a ton of confidence. He's under no pressure. He knows he's not the starting quarterback. He just had a lot of success. He should be looking to build on that so that he can be the starter when Jordan Travis takes it on down the road. And Glenn in the chat made a great point, which I agree with. Tate's progress also is another example of the coaching of Tony, Tony Tokars, which yes, I agree. I, think I completely agree. Tokars has done a really good job with all the quarterbacks. Yeah. And I think it's helped them having a quarterback's coach who is only a quarterback's coach Kenny Dillingham was quarterback's coach and offensive coordinator. That's common in a lot of places. <laughs> That's common in yeah. a lot of places. But yeah, Kenny was trying yeah. to kind of build Kenny also at the same time. And that's not what Tony Tokars is facing. Tony's awesome. I've interviewed him twice. We did one for the site before the start of the season. And uh I just really love the way he came across. He I, I asked him some pretty, you know, hard questions about Jordan's growth and where he had to get to and what evidence you've seen up to that point. Can he? And I love that he was like, no, no, we we challenge him. We he knows he's got to get a lot better throwing the ball in the middle of the field. He knows he's got to get a lot better with his footwork. He knows he and he just said it. He laid it out. He goes, we have a plan in place. We're working on that plan. Jordan's receptive to it. He's already made great strides. Like he laid that out, and then you saw it this year. So yeah, you got to give high mark. Give Norvell credit for that hire because that's not a hire a lot of people were thrilled about. That yeah. was not the Patrick Sertan <laughs> hire. No. no, people are like you're promoting an analyst who was. But remember, Tony you know. could have had a better job. Yeah, oh, could have yeah. left here, but he chose yeah. to stay here. And that, again, is kudos to Mike because Mike's track record of building assistant coaches to a place where they will eventually get very high-paying jobs and they flourish elsewhere, it, it's well-documented. And Tony realized, I could take the the, the the short route right now and become higher up the food chain, make more money, but maybe I won't have the success that I'll have down the line, which give me even greater opportunities if I stay there. If there probably also been a handshake agreement. Like, look, man, Dillingham, Lanning's going to get a job soon. He's already told me he's going to hire Kenny as his OC. We're going to need a we're going to need a quarterbacks coach. After oh yeah, they've known that. But yeah, that yeah. was definitely part so of. So that was all part of the the the, the natural uh, momentum of. Things. But Tony could have bailed. He yeah, you yeah. Know, he could have said, okay, "Well, he'd have well. been an idiot." <laughs> so glad he, he's not an idiot. He he gets to coach Tate and AJ. And Brock and uh an old uh J J T seven thirteen. J T have you been to the whoa, what was that? You all right? Oh, we lost Jeff. Can we can I think you, people, it's a uh, now it sounded better at the end. <clears throat> we good? Yeah. Well, uh, it's not good. We got can we go to break, party. maybe? We can certainly go to break. No, but we saved it. Something okay, happened. I don't know what's going on there. Have you been to the J Trav Heisman website yet? Briefly. No, and I and the more I think about it, the more I really don't like it at all. But it's not a website. So Good. I will say this. It's basically a page on Seminoles.com. I'm pretty sure CP7 was the same thing. Yeah, it's not really. You type in that web address, it still goes to like Seminoles.com. It's just like a it's not it's just like one big page of all his accomplishments and some highlight clips. It's not like get your Jordan Travis merch here and and you can book a hotel for New York in December. 
to go watch the ceremony. Right, right, right. Here's the good news. From my understanding, because I asked around, because it did start to bother me. Yeah, me too, actually. <laughs> it's a sign we're getting old. I'm the dissenting opinion. Yeah, no, 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 but I, well, we're in agreement about owning expectations, which I think is a different thing than this. But what he, what he doesn't have to do is a bunch of stupid extra stuff that pertains to his well, Heisman yeah, campaign. He never yeah. did. No, but yeah. I'm saying that's not the case with a lot of Heisman campaigns. Sometimes they will. Like, I don't think, for example, and I, this is why I asked about it, like, this whole idea that he didn't go out to Los Angeles and chose to stay here for workouts, that's nonsense. What would he have been doing in Los Angeles? What I mean, would he have gone out there to do? Hey, everybody, it's me, Jordan Travis. Oh, for I'm, the I'm, championship I'm, game? Yeah, what was oh. that all about? That didn't make any sense. And he would never want to do that. media opportunities. You know. Yeah. I don't, it's like in Jerry Maguire when he brings uh, uh, Rod Tidwell to the draft with him just <laughs> right, so he right, can right. interview with people. I yeah. guess Norvell could have done that with uh, Travis. It just, it just seems silly. Reference. 26 years old <laughs> just seemed really silly to me and it's not something jordan would want to do nor does i mean he doesn't like that kind of attention doesn't mean that he's afraid it's just he doesn't like it which actually makes him it's endearing it's a great quality of his similar headlines 93.3 real talk radio war chant tv continues in a moment time to talk shopify a couple years ago i wanted to create and sell headlines merch for the best podcast listeners in the world that's you guys but i had no idea where to get started now we're selling yay sausage shirts, and it's so easy, all because we use Shopify. <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. Shopify is the only tool you'll need to grow your business without the struggle. Shopify puts you in control of every sales channel. You could be selling Don Julio socks from Shopify's in-person point-of-sale system or offering headliner shirts from Shopify's all-in-one e-commerce platform. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout, up to 36% better compared to other leading commerce platforms. So you'll sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. What I really love about Shopify is how no matter how big you want to grow, Shopify gives you everything you need to take control and take your business to the next level. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash warchant, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash warchant, all lowercase, now to grow your business, no matter what stage of the game you're in. Shopify.com slash warchant. Seminal Headlines returns now. Head to YouTube and search for Warchant TV today to catch the show live or on demand. Now, here's Jeff Cameron, Ira Chofel, and Corey Clark. Things are successful like this, guys. Hours fly past. Like, it's already time for us to be. We sure were good because we can barely hear you and, and it sounds a little hot. Can you hear me? Yeah, that's a lot better. That just has to do with the levels of your head. I don't, I don't know what's going but on. But you're still a little hot. There's a button there. There's something going on. People can hear me. Y'all want me to go back to my oh, house? Oh, that's so loud. Y'all want me to go back to my house in Georgia? No, we're all right. Everything's all right now. All right. Everything, everything was great when you were in Georgia. I know. I know. Except it, for that tinny silo that you were living in. <laughs> exactly. Echoing around. No, I'm just, I'm just any hours go by so quickly when we're you know winning games and the team's fun to cover and the news is... Solid every day, positive. There's uh, an influx of uh, things to get excited about. We're almost to headliner questions, of which there will be a bevy. Have you uh, listened to any Taylor's new stuff? You know, she's got a great commercial. 
Um, well, the one they play all the time. They yeah. play that all the time it with was the guys pouring minutes. the wine. Yeah. I mean, come on, man. That that Get us another commercial, but Taylor. we can't get enough Taylor. Well, that's true. So that's you true. did that so that we wouldn't talk about the Virginia loss? I felt like you were going to start talking about some basketball. I not. wasn't. I've, I've dedicated myself to not bringing up the can, basketball can program. You, by the way, year. I heard you on his show last week saying that you edited one of my columns because I predicted they wouldn't have a winning record. Can you I now go? It to might. Oh, okay. I just I didn't said they take won't. It out. Oh, okay. Well, that's fine. You just said it definitively. Well, like, I mean, I'm because gonna... I'm a smart guy. <laughs> I knew that they weren't very I good, and they it, had a tougher. I toned schedule it down. Coming up. I toned it down. But yes, you were correct. But they, it, they... I got a little false hope <laughs> with the did. three wins. Can I... See, it's doing it again. Now, can I ask you this? So we all go into that. This, this is it. You guys don't don't deviate to Taylor Swift. I just want to ask you this question. So we knew that you had to guard the three point line. Mm. Mm. The, be- I know, the best I part read- about it is not just threes, but dead-on, top-of-the-key threes. Easiest yeah. ones. Where they yeah. could just step right into them. Baseline ones, nobody open in the corner. That's, those are easy ones, too. Yeah, they uh, they don't do it well, and yeah, they, the, don't, they the, don't change. The one kid that had, like, three out of four in the first five minutes or whatever, I thought, well, maybe he doesn't shoot a ton. I don't watch a lot of Virginia basketball. Maybe he doesn't shoot a ton. No, he shoots a lot, and he shoots, like, 40%, yeah. and they're just leaving him wide open. By the way, how about my guy, Tony Bennett? So my complaint from back in the day was the fact that he, they lost to Florida State and held like a four-minute press conference. Wouldn't mm. take any questions yeah. from yeah. the visiting media. We all know, Ira. My man was there for 10 minutes on Saturday. They had to literally kick him out of the room. Yeah. Tony, Tony, you're done. He's self-serving. You feel like it was a little self-serving? 10 minutes. Any other questions? Anyone? Yeah. Anyone well, else? Guys, Anybody else have any other questions? He heard your complaint. But and when now he got you're going to bust kicked, his ass about this? He couldn't. He's just running out the door. All right. That so, was seven years ago. You're, that it was just, seven years ago that happened. Just saying, I feel a little validated <laughs> is all I'm saying. Well, I mean, we didn't give it too much thought, Ira. I know you've been worried about this for a long time, but I will say I'm disappointed in him. He's dressing down these days. Oh, Ty's TV? gone. Well, Ty, what's it, going on? And Leonard Leonard's program hasn't been the same since he got to. He started wearing sweat. I'm with Corey on this. Corey's You've got to start night. dressing again, like a like a like a, like a G, Come like on, a G man. that he is. He always looked great. Yeah, he was the best dressed guy in the country. I and, think the Achilles and hip injuries did yeah. something to his dressing standards. I think he just decided I I don't need to be. dressed You know how they say hurt. sometimes when you got a big test, you should dress up for it for success. Dress for some, just even a test like in high school. Like dress nice that day. Feel good about dress yourself. for the job. Yeah, I feel like I also need to thank I also need to thank the Seminole Headlines community, the family that we've established here, because nobody told my kids that they were getting Taylor Swift tickets for Christmas. I had let it drop on here like a month ago. And nobody I was, told them. I was worried that it was going to get out somehow. Somebody's going to leak it. Nobody said a word. So the the surprise on their mm. faces Christmas morning. Stephanie's daughter didn't get the surprise. She already knew. She already knew. Yeah, from they the other parents. It would be, see, damn this thing! I'm going to throw this mic into a river. Uh, Sorry, Josh. I'll just tell Corey about Taylor Swift. You guys for a while. can do this for. But like they got five the con- They got the concert coming up. I'm going to Springsteen in two weeks. I knew that. Tampa. And by the way, I think you're probably seeing the last of the Springsteen shows. It might be. I think probably up. It's gonna work. I'm gonna have to change mics. I'm gonna come in there and do show with you guys. Have Matthew uh, deal. With- What's that? What's that you're saying? I I'd like say- a large want- fry, um, a diet coke. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, should I pull around for the total, or can you can you tell? Seven fifty. <laughs> okay, great. You say large. Yeah, this no, isn't okay. gonna work. Music, just lo- you two talk amongst each other. Oh, we'll right. fix the sound card. Here the you shake go. machine's broken again. <laughs> yeah, the, the Sunday, the Sunday <laughs> machine is broken at McDonald's. Weird. I wanted to see. I wanted to see him just throw his, throw his mic out the window. So we're still on. We can still talk. 
So what'd you do this weekend? Watch basketball? <laughs> Just watch that basketball game? What'd you think of the Bucks? We could talk crap about there you the go. Bucks. Yeah, that so team's a lot of fun. I've never seen a, a, an NFL quarterback throw passes that looked like that ever. Like, and I know he's obviously the best that's ever done it, but he was throwing to spots where nobody was. He was throwing straight into the ground. Mike Evans was running one way. He was throwing. I mean, I've never seen inter- incompletions like that. Nobody looked like they wanted to be there. Well, he certainly didn't. And he, anytime somebody gets near him, he's like, I'm not putting my body on the line for this. So he gets rid of it quick. So but if they you were do, th- get, let's get your prediction. What's Tom Brady going to do, Corey? He can't come back to this. He, he's not going to have If he comes back, it will not be in Tampa, right? It's got to be. I don't know. Who needs, like, the Jets? Would he go to New York? Because they have a good surrounding supporting cast. Um, the Dolphins, maybe, if Tua can't play. He, that's where he wanted to go originally, yeah. allegedly. I mean, I think he'd like to throw to Waddle and Tyreek Hill. Much like Jordan Travis gets to throw would, to Pittman and, uh, like, Pittman and J-Dub. I would like to throw to Waddle and, and uh, Hill. So are we just done, or is he gonna? Is he done for done? I don't know. I assume people can still hear us. Uh, they can. Yeah, that's good. That's good. That's good. So you don't – what did you say? Oh, you do like the J- Johnny uh, Jordan Travis for Heisman. Um, it's not like a – I don't think it's the greatest idea in the world. Oh, here comes Jeff, everybody. Hey, man. Hey, buddy. I don't, I don't think it's the greatest idea in the world. I just don't see what the big drawback is. And I think people are so concerned that, you know, it's like you're putting yourself out there and that people are going to make fun of Florida State. And I just don't think – I mean, is that – what, what other concern me all right is now? there? Well, I can hear, hear you, you because you're right you're standing next room. to me. That sounds good. Sounds better in there. We're going to end up doing a weird show today, boys. Oh, I can't All wait. Right. So I can't wait. Jeff is in here. Come have, on over here. You can yeah, sit on my I lap. I can sit down here with you guys. I'll get it on camera here Look in just that. a second. First of all, uh, Tom Brady was terrible last night, yeah. looking like he was shot. He's, mm. he's, he's been bad for a few weeks now. But uh, that said, I'm glad the season's over. I was tired of watching that team play, to be yeah. honest with you. Have they fired Le- Leftwich yet? They, they are going to fire him, yes. That got announced uh, this morning by – all the surrounding sites that cover the Bucks down there, they're like, it's done. I don't – do we need to stop there? Probably not. But the one thing I will say, Bowles was forced to keep the staff that he got when he was elevated to head coach. He didn't hire any of those guys. I think you owe it to him to let him hire the staff yeah. around him if you're going to assess him. But I don't think – do you think Bowles and Brady get along? I, I think they're fine. I mean, they're different sides of the ball. I'm not real sure as much as Brady's nice enough to hug Leftwich every time he comes to the sideline that they're exactly boys. Yeah. Um, so this is great. Well, now they can't see you, and they're just seeing the back of our heads. They just hear the voices. You. But we're going to fix it during the break, and luckily that music is about to start. Kids, mm. hour number two. We headliner. did it, Ira. We, we held it down. We held it down. They're going to save the day. That we will be able to uh, embrace and enjoy. You don't even have to see me to, to listen to headliner questions. Hour number two, fourth coming. Stay with